Williamson. The rumors of my death. Saturday, my daughter-in-law got a call from one of my former employees. She wanted my wife's number and acted really upset. She was calling on behalf of my good friend and pastor of the church our family attended for many years when I lived in Atlanta. She said she was now working as his administrative assistant and was very sorry about the circumstances concerning me. My son, daughter-in-law, and twin granddaughters had all been to their mountain home retreat in North Carolina. Phone reception's not the greatest up there, and she was really worried that perhaps my wife had tried to reach them. So Saturday, my pastor friend called my wife and expressed his condolences to her. He told her that he had heard that I died last Wednesday. My wife had no idea what was going on and told him that she didn't know what he was talking about, but I was indeed alive and feeling good. In fact, I was sitting in my office. He wanted to talk to me, and when I got on the phone, the first thing he said, as Mark Twain once put it, it appears that the rumors of your death have been greatly exaggerated. By now, our daughter-in-law called and wanted to know what was going on. My wife related the story to her. She was relieved, as was my good friend. So who made up this story? Our pastor heard it from my wife's Bible study teacher of 15 years in Atlanta. I assume the rumor started somewhere else and worked its way up to her and might have been changed a dozen or more times. I related to my pastor friend that while there might be some that wish that was the case, I was indeed alive and well. We had a good laugh about it. It was an interesting experience. It reminds me of a local store owner at Honey Lake several years ago. He told me that someone stopped in his store and told him that I was a reclusive billionaire and flew back and forth to my plantation on a helicopter. He said that I was getting ready to build 2,000 homes for low-income people and it would ruin property values. I've never been a billionaire or owned, leased, or ridden in a helicopter to my plantation. I had never so much as thought of developing my land. In other words, it was all a fabrication of someone with a very active mind. This reminds me of what we see on the Internet. Whether Democrat, Republican, or Independent, fake news is so commonplace, we don't have a clue what is a lie and what is the truth. I've had many articles written about my business success and overcoming obstacles, and not a one of them got the story right. Aren't you glad that the Bible has remained the same? It will never change, nor will Almighty God. And he cannot and will not ever lie. 
Every Sunday, I watch a couple of Billy Graham sermons. I love to hear him preach. Today's preachers don't even come close to delivering messages like he did. One of his sermons was addressing, addressing the issue of how scientists try to prove that God does not exist. Scientifically, they cannot do so. But neither can Christians prove he does exist. He then said that science or no science, he can feel the peace, joy, and love of Christ, and he has hope in a lost world that would otherwise be impossible to obtain. This really hit home with me. There are many false prophets, atheists, agnostic, and folks who claim to be Christians who are as lost as the most vile sinner on the planet. I was a non-believer to the extreme and a hopeless derelict with no peace, joy, love, or hope. But God indeed transformed my life. I named my book Miracle on Lucky Street because it was a miracle that I even survived, much less thrived. The, the disciples experienced the same thing, being transformed from sniveling cowards to bold ambassadors for Christ who all willingly were martyred. Paul was also transformed from a Christian-hating murderer to perhaps the greatest preacher who ever lived. There are so many who have been touched by Jesus. We cannot see it empirically, but like the tide going out, we can feel the pull. Don't believe the lies of Satan. Jesus loves you and wants to bless you as never before. I can testify to that truth as millions of others all over the world can. Try it for 90 days. If you don't like it, God will refund your misery and welcome you back to the corruption and lies of the world. Numbers 23:19. God is not a man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. This is Bob Williamson. Thanks for listening.